Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Hi, Mike Kapler with you, along with Joel Brzezinski. Program number 800-Growing-In-Grace-Podcast. Over over all these years, Joel, did you ever think this was going to happen? Yeah, this would never have been on my radar at all, (laughs) or on my Hawkeye or anything. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a mash joke. I like it. That's right. That's one of these things on this podcast. You'll hear references to, well... Mash, Gilligan's Island, Andy Griffith, uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. The Hillbillies, the Flintstones. The Flintstones. <laughs> I was, we were watching uh, a recorded version from uh, a week or two ago of, um, oh, what's it called? Name That Tune. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> anyway, one of the tunes that you were supposed to name was uh, the Flintstones theme song. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The Flintstones theme song. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, they slip one of those in yeah, on you yeah, once in a while. Do. So that goes back quite a few years. Name that tune. <laughs> yeah, this is a new version. Oh, a new version. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And the, the Flintstones were on it, huh? Yeah, they, they've done it every once in a while. They slip in like a, a television theme or something like that. But ah. just to throw you off, keep you honest, I guess. Like, they, they did another <laughs> one. Uh, that didn't even have any words in it. It was the theme to the X-Files TV show. Oh. <laughs> Sadly, I, I knew that one, too, after only a few notes. <laughs> Name that tune. I used to like to watch that when I was a kid. Yeah. Well, here we are. I mean, 800. I mean, it's... I, I um the, the funny thing about this, or I don't know, funny, weird, strange, whatever, I don't know, is that while 800 is is a big number. I mean, to me, you know, going back to the year 2005, when we started doing this, I never would have fathomed 16 years or 800 podcasts. I mean, that wouldn't have been in my, you know, I couldn't have imagined that. And now that we've, we've done it, it, on the one hand, yeah, that's a big number. On the other hand, it just, we just, we just keep doing it. And, uh, I don't mean like a routine. I just mean that it's what we do. It just seems like it's what we do. And it, so it doesn't seem like, you know, when we reached 100, 700 podcasts ago, I thought, wow, that was, that was huge. Now that we're at 800, I mean, it's big and it's, it's remarkable in, in my, to me, um, because I, yeah, I couldn't have fathomed it, but at the same time, it's like, yep, this is, this is what we do and it's great. And, and we love doing it. And, it's worth celebrating. And at the same time, it's like, it's, I just, I love, it's more that I love doing this rather than thinking it's, um, some huge accomplishment. I don't know. Am I making any sense or, or not? I might not be. Uh, yeah, you lost me. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) After we got off name that tune and you start talking about the program, I just, you you lost me. Well here. All Um, right. Let me start talking about Gilligan's Island again. (laughs) Get you back on track. The Adams family. So I'm with you. I mean, this is, this is like, uh, you know, think of some of the routines in your life, whether they're daily or weekly or, or whatever, you know, I mean, this is just like, I mean, taking a shower for us or if you drink coffee or, uh, you know, 
Not that I can't we believe take a you weekly mentioned sh- coffee. I don't, want to, I don't want to say we take a weekly shower like the Three Stooges <laughs> or something on Saturday night. But, um, you know, brushing your teeth. I mean, just it's it's like a it's it's a it's a habit for us. It's a part of of our routine. It's a part of what we do. It's it's just you don't even think about it. You just do it. Right. Um, and and uh, this has been, yeah, beyond my expectations. I I don't think we had any expectations going into this. We just took it one step at a time, and and I guess that's kind of what we still do. It's just you know when it's time to record, we record. Uh, we don't spend a ton of time talking about what we're going to record, and it just uh, penetrates into the hearts and lives of people all around the world. We've heard from you, and we thank you for that. Yeah. And someone might be thinking, well, 16 years, and um, well, if there's 52 weeks in a year, shouldn't there be more than 800 podcasts? <laughs> well, um, that first year or two, we weren't necessarily, we, we did mostly weekly podcasts, but there were some months when we only had one or two in a given month. And so that for, that first year or two, and I had kind of forgotten about that, but I kind of went back and looked and and I realized, oh, okay, so there were some months when we didn't have, you know, four or five podcasts in, in a given month. So that's how we've o- only at 800 after uh, over 16 years. But it's still, I just, uh, so one thing that we've done in going back and, and looking at some of the things that we've talked about, one of the things or what we wanted to do as we celebrate this uh, 800 podcast that we've done is to kind of revisit briefly at least some of the the topics, some of the highlights, some of the things that we've talked about over the the last um, 16 years and 800 podcasts, some of the things that we really uh, enjoy talking about and that we feel are our highlights of the Growing in Grace podcast. And so that's one, that's what we're going to kind of do here, whether it's one podcast or a few, who knows, you know, knowing us, we get to talking and <laughs> this might be a few podcasts, I don't know, but Anything that uh, trips your mind, Cap, as we start talking about some of these things that we feel are important things to share? Yeah, so um, the things that we've talked about over the past 16 years, what, what, what do I think are perhaps considered to be some of the most impactful uh, from my perspective and from your perspective? Um, it's a It's kind of a long list, but we can shrink it down to, you know, the some of the, the core things that the podcast has been about. I, I think one of those, uh, and we'll, we'll try to maybe hit on some of these kind of quickly, others we might spend a little more time on, but I, I think one of those things, Joel, that when I think back uh, more than 25 years ago when I first came into, uh, when I first broke away from a lot of religious ideology and came into the gospel of grace, one of the things that uh, impacted me early on was the fact that righteousness, which basically just means that the state of being acceptable to God or being right with God in a, in a sense, it, it, it projects an element of complete holiness. And I thought this was something we had to work toward. I, I thought being right with God was something I had to maintain based upon, you know, doing Christian stuff, doing religious things, avoiding bad things, uh, trying to live the life. Uh, to the best of my ability. But when I found out that righteousness, that I was already now, already completely declared and identified as righteous by God 
through what Jesus did on my behalf. I am I'm not I wasn't it's not now any longer what I'm trying to become, but I am the righteousness of God. And that's not to meant, meant to be a, a boastful thing, an arrogant thing to say. It's it's very humbling actually because we as Christians, we as believers in Christ are identified as the righteousness of God. He he doesn't just see us as righteous. We really are righteous within our our hearts because we're in Him, and that that was a, a big thing. And and I remember uh, you know a, a grace teacher that you and I are both familiar with back in the 1990s, who made the statement that Romans 1:16 and 17 was really a, a cornerstone passage when it came to the gospel of of Christ, the gospel of grace. Um, he said, "This is just this is so cr- critical to understand that you know when Paul said, i 'I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, it's the power of God uh, God unto salvation for both the Jew and the Greek for in it, for in the gospel the the righteousness of God is revealed, so this revealing of God's righteousness was a, a big thing for me to realize I couldn't do anything to make myself more acceptable to God right yeah it's the it's the gift of God. That's why, you know, you're saying it's nothing that we're bragging about, nothing that, you know, you, it's, it's something that we say humbly as believers. And it's something that I feel is important to communicate, too, because I think a lot of people in the church today don't see themselves as righteous. They don't understand that they are holy, that they've been sanctified, that they've been made pure, that they've been cleansed from all sin. And it's the gift of God uh, that you know, a person maybe surveys their life and they, they see, well, I've done this, or I've messed up here, or I keep doing this thing, or I, it, it's always focused on my works, my performance, I'm not good enough in my performance, and that's the focus for many people. And so they think, how can I possibly say that I'm righteous? How can I possibly say that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus? Well, it's the gift of God. He who knew no sin, that's Jesus, he, he never knew sin, yet he became sin for us. And we who never did a good thing in our lives, uh, who, who didn't, you know, no, there is no one good, no, not one. There is nobody there's no one righteous. Uh, and yet he made us the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So before Christ, it could have been said, yeah, there's no one good. No, not one. But now in Christ, we've been made as righteousness. And it's the gift of God. That's why we can say it boldly and humbly, because we know that's not our own doing. We know that it's all of, of him. It's everything. It's it's what he did. And um, that leads me to one of the things that I've loved that we've talked about from time to time is this idea. Can I just add something? To yeah, that go ahead. Before go you it. go on. Uh, sorry. But this this righteousness thing, and we've said this for years on the podcast, but if, if you go into your typical church out there, church building, and ask for a show of hands, how many people here believe that they are righteous? Watch how few hands go up. And you might have somebody refer to that verse that you just mentioned. There is none righteous, no, not one. But that was before the cross. That was an Old Testament passage. In Christ, that has changed, and that was Paul's point. I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, and that's, a, that's definitely a great point to bring up, that it was before the cross, nobody was considered righteous. Even righteous acts, even the most righteous of righteous acts were considered as filthy rags before God. But in Christ, this great exchange happened. And that's that's what I was leading to here. We've talked in the past, we've done podcasts uh, about, you know, this gospel is not a gospel of change. Uh, yeah, we might 
change. There are some changes that happen to us, but rather it's a gospel of exchange. Our sin was exchanged for God's righteousness. Our life, you know, we died with him and we were raised together with him. So our life was exchanged for his life. He gave us his life. He gave us his righteousness. So it's a gospel of exchange. And I think that helps people when they understand that it's not about my performance, not about me trying to change. Yes, is there a legitimate change that happens to a person who comes to know Jesus? Yeah, there's legitimate change that happens, but that's not the gospel. The gospel is a matter of God taking our life, and in Galatians 2.20 says we died. We died with him, and then we rose together with him into new life. It's, it's a brand new life that we have in Christ. It's not our own life. It's the, the life of Christ that's in us. And so it's an exchange. It's not me trying to change. When I finally understood that, I was able to rest. I, I was able to relax and enjoy my life with Christ, knowing that my works are never going to be good enough in and of myself. I'm never going to be able to accomplish all this stuff by myself. And so I'm going to rest, relax, and trust in the fact that he has given me his righteousness. This one went really quickly, Cap, and <laughs> so... Like I said, we might spend a few podcasts on this, celebrating 800 podcasts and uh, going on to 801 next week. We'll talk more about some of the things that we feel have been impactful that we've talked about here on the Growing in Grace podcast. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.